0: Negotiators need to know how to use five conflict resolution strategies. So, during a negotiation, when you know the other side is wrong in how they're viewing the world, what do you do? If you're like most of us, you probably have a tendency to try to use your negotiation styles and negotiating techniques to correct the other side's perceptions. You may lecture them about why you're right (laughs) and they're wrong. The problem with doing this is that, as we know, this conflict resolution approach usually fails to resolve the conflict and often will only make it worse. What we really need are some conflict resolution strategies that help us to get out of situations like this. Understand that everyone has biased fairness perceptions. Both parties to negotiation typically think that they're right and the other side is wrong because they can't understand how the other side is thinking. Our sense of what would constitute a fair conflict resolution is biased by our own egocentricism or the tendency to have difficulty seeing a situation from the other person's perspective. When caught up in a conflict, we need to try to overcome our self-centered fairness perceptions. One way that we can accomplish this is by enlisting an unbiased expert to offer their view of the facts in this negotiation. Good negotiators don't use threats. When we feel that we've been backed into a corner during a negotiation, we often try to capture the other party's attention by making a threat. Threats, attention-getting moves, such as take-it-or-leave-it offers, are often a mistake. Because of the common human tendency, To treat others the way that they've been treated, the other side tends to respond to threats in kind, leading to an escalatory spiral and worsening conflict. Before making a threat, make sure that you've exhausted all other options for managing the negotiation. A negotiation is not about us versus them. During a negotiation, we need to realize that in order to build both strong relationships and loyalty, we need to rely on group connections. However, these are the same things that can also promote suspicion and hostility toward each side. As a result, groups in conflict tend to have an inaccurate understanding of each other's views and see the others. Positions as more extreme than they actually are. We can overcome the tendency to demonize the other side by looking for an identity or a goal that both share. What we're going to want to do at the start of a negotiation is to start things off by highlighting the common goal of reaching a fair and sustainable agreement. Try to identify and discuss points of similarity between both sides. The more points of connection that you can identify, the more collaborative and productive the conflict resolution process is likely to be. Take the time to identify the deeper issues. When we're negotiating with the other side, we might think that we know what the key issues are, but we might be wrong. Our negotiations often seem to involve money, labor disputes, or family conflicts. These conflicts tend to be single-issue battles in which one side's gain will inevitably be the other side's loss. But disputes over money often involve much deeper causes of conflict. An example of this is the feeling that one is being disrespected. The next time you find yourself arguing over money, put that conversation on hold. Then explore each side's deeper concerns. You need to listen closely to one another's grievances and try to come up with creative ways to address them. Separate the important stuff from the non-important stuff. As negotiators, it's our responsibility to be able to separate what really matters from everything else in a negotiation. Conflict management can be hard to do when core values that negotiators believe are non-negotiable are involved. We tend to err on the side of not negotiating when important issues are at stake. But many of the issues negotiators consider important are actually not that important. That is, the issues are only off-limits under certain conditions. what all of this means for you. As every negotiator knows, conflict is a natural part of every principled negotiation. What we need to understand is that when we encounter conflict, we can't just tell the other side that they're wrong. Instead. What we need to do is to develop and implement conflict resolution strategies that we can use to help both sides work their way through the conflict that has halted the negotiation. In a negotiation, both sides generally think they're right all the time. We may need to ask an outside expert to step in and help both sides see how things really are. When we feel threatened during a negotiation, we may make threats against the other side. We really should not do this because when we do this, they're going to retaliate and make threats against us and this won't help anybody reach a deal. A negotiation is a process by which we create group connections with the other side. We can't allow it to become an us versus them situation we need to find areas where both sides are similar. What we're discussing during a negotiation may not be the real issues, and we need to be willing to dive deeper to find out what really needs to be resolved. Although negotiation may involve many issues, negotiators need to be able to separate the important issues from the less important issues. We will always be living in a world that is filled with conflict. As negotiators, we need to realize this, and we need to identify and refine conflict resolution strategies that we can use. By doing this, we'll be able to keep our next negotiation moving forward even when conflict does occur. Find ways to deal with the conflicts that you'll face, and you'll have a better chance of being able to get the deals that you're looking for.